everybody. This is another episode of Scruffy City Sports. I am Norm Shaver, and I've got my lovely co-host with me today, Garrett Cheatham. Garrett, how are you doing? Good, good. What is going on, y'all? How are you, Norm? How well, are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We've got this new, uh, I, I feel like Luke Bryan uh, joined the chat. Uh, if we were, we were talking like that with that new intro music. I'm not sold on it. I think I liked it before I actually played it and listened to it before. for about 30 seconds. <laughs> So we're still you know, searching for the intro. Yeah, I need a solid just pick a song and stick with it and never change stick. it again. So I was gonna say that's what all the podcasts have, you know, the consistency. Yeah, I need someone to make me some music. So any of our uh myriad of listeners out there, I don't know if that's the correct term to use, uh plethora of listeners out there that want to make plethora. us a, a a jingle. I'd be more than happy to pay you, or it could it really. I just need like a fifteen to thirty second something with a nice little hook at the very end of it. That's all I'm looking for. That's Honestly, if you want to give it to us, if you want to give us to us for free, we'll give you a shout out every single podcast. Yeah, about that. we can do that. And also, <laughs> uh, fun fact: uh, this week I'm working with a graphics designer to get a Ooh. new logo. Uh, the Scruffy City Sports logo, while it's been tried and true and tested for the last year or so, it's in need for a little upgrade. So uh, this, this week we're going to do a little work on that. And uh, I don't know what we're going to come up with. I have no idea. I'd still like to see the Sun Sphere in it somehow. But you got to keep Knoxville in it. If not, uh, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll just, we'll see where it lands us. So <laughs> looking forward to it. I have no idea. Uh, I can't going. wait. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see the mock-ups. Yeah. So the mock-ups will be good. I'll, I'll share Pam, those. What is it? As Pam says. Yes. Do some mock, do some mocks and uh, some watercolors and all that that's true and then we'll have dwight create critique it and say there's two suns there's two shadows this is a horrible picture that's why no one came to your uh art gallery release pam <laughs> what about that's a good episode that that, one right that is that is i mean they're all great there's nothing wrong with the office at all it's a fantastic <laughs> show just remember it came out 15 years ago and sensitivities is my uh good friend dave Poitnoy would say have changed quite a bit since uh, that show was out on the, on the air they have they have so uh garrett let's uh you want to let's um i don't know what we're going to talk about today uh ut sports <laughs> we'll probably do a little ut baseball recap and we can do i'm a, glad a, i'm glad you mentioned them because i've actually got uh, the uh, top 25 pulled up right do now you? i've not looked since since uh the old Vols. Since we last spoke, I'll give you a rundown really quickly here. Since we last spoke, the uh, the UT baseballs uh, took two out of three from Florida. Uh, they gave up uh, the series sweep on Sunday, blew a lead uh, in late innings there, uh, and lost that one, but still took the series overall sweep. Then they played Western Carolina on Tuesday night of last week. Uh, I guess I should say we're recording this on April the 21st, so that's a, that was a week ago. Um, and then they lost – uh, two out of three to Vanderbilt. The old Vandy boys came in here. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about those games. Lost two out of three of them. Had a great game on Saturday. And then last night, Garrett, do you, do you have what they did last night? Or do you want me to tell? You you, you, you Well, they, they were playing, they're playing uh, Tennessee Tech, correct? Yes, they played the old Tennessee Tech uh, War Eagles. I don't know what they are. Eagles? I think they're, I think they're just the Golden Eagles. Golden I Eagles. I believe is what that's, they are. I think yeah. that's correct, which is an actual bird. That's a real bird, a Golden <laughs> Eagle. Just fun fact there. Uh, they they played last night. It was Todd going into the bottom of the ninth inning, and good friend of the podcast, second baseman Max Ferguson, had a nice little walk-off single uh, to win that game 3-2. to two. 
uh, in in walk off fashion, which is always fun. Everybody wants a walk off win on a Tuesday night against your in state rival, the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles. I like I like the sound of that. I mean, I do too. I do too. Really and truly, I hate that. You know, I hate to uh, walk off with them, but you know, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, that's kind of how they did it. They they won. Uh, and I don't. They didn't walk off because they were the visiting team against Western Carolina, but that was a fourteen to thirteen game. Or fourteen to twelve. I can't. Or my my, my uh, mind is skipping me. I'm losing my mental fatigue there. Uh, but it was fourteen to twelve. I do believe that game, uh, and they won that one in late inning heroics as well. So yeah. But again, they're uh, they're doing great things. I love all the moxie. I think it's the term I'm going to stick with: moxie or swagger. Uh, I don't. Do people still say swagger? I, that was kind of a hot topic maybe I, five six I years think ago. So. I think swagger kind of transitioned to BDE. BDE, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I prefer either <laughs> one of those, uh, but we'll go with Moxie. Uh, I, I love Coach Vitello, uh, really and truly. If I was, we are essentially the same age, me and Coach Vitello. I actually think he's two years younger than me. Um, but if I could be a D1 coach and just, oh, man, I, that would be fantastic. The, the energy <laughs> that man brings, to, even to a press conference, is is pretty next level. Yeah. A hundred percent it is. He's a good guy. I really hope that he stays here for a long time. I think they could have a general kneeling type statue outside of Lindsey Nelson Stadium with Coach Vitello and that flowing locks of hair that he has from his Italian uh, brother, Polly. Uh, he's he's up Pauly. there. He's from Pauly up there in, uh, uh, in where the are they Bronx. from, Jersey? I can't remember where Pauly's from. I think it's Jersey. Uh, Jersey. Uh, but, yeah, so that's fantastic stuff. I'm really – I think the next purchase I get, I don't know if you saw Garrett, my new shirt. It's my hey. favorite big bear in my sleeve. And uh, I've got a, <laughs> hold on. I've got a war, wardrobe change. And I've got my other <laughs> mitt on for when I steal second base here in a few minutes. Got the mitt. Yeah, but I think my next purchase will be a pink daddy hat. I really think okay. that that's going to go well with our podcast. So. I think it fits. Uh, I think it fits the podcast extremely well. I do too. I do too. So, uh, speaking of the podcast, we'll do a little news and notes. I don't, Gary. <laughs> since our last Zoom meeting, I've just, I've been so tied up at work uh, that that I've been spending a lot of late nights on the computer, just yeah, researching and researching and researching. So I've come across, and we've made a YouTube page. I mean, it's it. We've got hundreds and thousands of views. I mean, we're busting out the seams. And yeah. Zooms. I actually registered to be monetized, and YouTube is already <laughs> sending me a diamond play button. So that's how exciting that is. Uh, but we have a YouTube page now. It's I don't know if you guessed the name of it. Scruffy City Sports was not taken. So if you go to youtube.com slash Scruffy City Sports, you will find all two videos uh, that we have listed <laughs> on there in our hundreds of thousands of views from all of our friends out there. Well, you so, got to keep the name consistent. You I, know, keep it easy for people to find across all platforms. So you across can find us board. on TikTok, Scruffy City Sports, Instagram, <laughs> Scruffy City Sports. I think we're Scruffy Sports on Twitter because Scruffy City Sports is too long. So Scruffy Sports on uh, Twitter, Gmail, Scruffy City Sports Podcast because Scruffy City Sports yeah. was already taken on the Gmail for who knows what reason. Um, you so, be kidding, mate. Yeah, so that's how you can get a hold of us. And again, this week, new branding. So maybe we'll have some merchandise soon. We're gonna we're trying to get some revenue streams coming to this podcast in the near future. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the hope. That's what I'm talking about. Yep, we're taking over. We're taking over. <laughs> 
So Pit Viper, <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, looking for these knockoff <laughs> Pit Vipers are not the move. While they do look fashionable on me. They do look good. I'm not going to lie. They're big time. I, I kind of like it. I'm going to use them to go bass fishing soon. Really. <laughs> I think I think you'd get a couple looks from some serious bass fishermen out there. I, I, now, if I went out there with my sleeve on, my arthritic sleeve for my shoulders, my torn <laughs> labrum, I think I might, I'm, you know, I might have to change it up. I do have a lot of Carhartt stuff. Uh, yeah. I was in Carhartt before everybody was in car. I just want that to be known. I, years. You can't, you know, if somebody's wearing Carhartt, are they hitched or do they have a fork, forklift driving, you know, certification? Who well, knows? Well, when I come out in my skinny jeans in my trendy, like, kill shots or new balances, people probably <laughs> know the answer. But I'm going to say it's because I liked it before everyone else did. I was before ahead of the trend. Cool. Yeah, yeah, ahead of the trend. <laughs> Uh, we'll keep going with UT Sports. Uh, we'll just derailed there for just a minute. Uh, this weekend, they play at your favorite other SEC school, uh, College Station, down there okay. against the uh, Texas Agriculture and Mechanical School, Texas A&M, for those that aren't familiar with the name. Uh, they're going down there for a three-game set starting Friday night at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. Uh, they have a three-game set, and then they come home Tuesday night to play Lipsicum, uh, at Lindsey Nelson, and then the following weekend, I think is South Carolina, but that's a stretch, and I'm not looking, so I'm going to say it's another SEC opponent the following weekend. <laughs> well, you know, Lipscomb always has a pretty solid baseball team. Uh, I mean, yeah, I feel like that's that's true. I don't. Um, uh, no, no, I mean, they're never like anything crazy good, but I mean, they usually have a pretty solid team. I would agree. I would agree. And I don't know what it is about the Tuesday night games. They've all seemed to be really close for the Vols lately. So I don't know if they're just resting a bunch of people or overlooking teams or what the deal is there. But, you know, I, a win is a win. And I think last night was their 30th win of the season. So I think they're 30 and eight. Eight. Yeah. Okay. So 30 and eight. That's a really good record. Uh, what are they ranked now? Because I, I feel like you said you had what they were. So. I bet say I do, and that was actually something I wanted to get into because okay, so now the standings they came out on Monday night, so at the time, you know, we only had twenty nine wins yeah. only. I say, and we had you know just come off of two losses to Vanderbilt, which to so me is not two, bad. No, they're the number two team in the land. So number two team in the nation. Here's what I'd like to get into. And I've, I've, I'm looking at I'm looking at the standings, and again, you know, this is as of Monday night, but we'll just go based off of this. Why in the world is Louisville baseball ranked seventh? And that, and the previous week they were ranked seventh, so they didn't change any. And because listen to their record, so our record at the time of this poll, we were sixth, yep, and we were twenty nine and eight. 29 and 8. Louisville is ranked seventh. They're 22 and 11. I don't see how you could say the competition for Louisville, which I guess, are they in the ACC? Well, they're in the ACC. So, you know, I thought ahead of you. I've already looked up their schedule, okay. got them pulled up right here. So I was like, maybe their strength of schedule was bad. Let me tell you who they've played Bellarmine, Eastern like Kentucky, Bellarmine. Western Illinois, Moorhead State. They, uh, in a three-game series against Georgia Tech, who at the time was ranked 10th, they only won one game, um, played Murray State. Uh, they swept Boston College, who was ranked 13 at the time, 
or they may have been ranked 13 in the preseason polls. Okay. But Boston College is no longer ranked, I don't think. Let me see. No, Boston College is no longer ranked. They swept them, though. I will give them that. Um, NC State, you know, out here uh, in old Raleigh. Yep. Uh, they swept them, but they're not ranked either. Uh, Western Kentucky, uh, they uh, split with Notre Dame and postponed a game. Uh, they lost to Cincinnati. Uh, they won the series. Wake Forest lost Kentucky. Um, won two games against Florida State. Lost the other. Won two games at Virginia and then won another Kentucky game. And then for the rest of their season, they played Pittsburgh, Clemson, one game at Vanderbilt, Duke series, North Carolina series, Miami series. I wonder if they're, like, considered a blue blood for baseball. I don't know what a baseball blue blood is, like a Kentucky Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, UCLA. I mean, I know it's a lot of ACC schools are pretty good in baseball, but, like, Clemson's not ranked. Um I mean, I don't even – I don't think North Carolina's ranked anymore. No, they're not ranked anymore. NC State's not ranked anymore. I mean, so it's – I don't know what they're going off of. I don't either. To have 11 losses? Yeah, that seems a little exuberant. And, and there's probably – and I know the SEC is dominant this year because, I mean, preseason there was eight or nine, seven or eight, more than five and less than ten SEC schools ranked in the top 25. And I feel yeah. like that's still the case now without me even looking. I know that there's probably Ole Miss, uh, Mississippi State, uh, Tennessee, Vandy, Georgia, Florida was up there for a while. Uh, I don't know about Kentucky, but they're usually pretty good in baseball. Um, that's just rattling off the top of my head, totally guessing. But I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just an old school, you know, we're voting them because they they're a historically good baseball program. And as bad as it is for me to say this on a sports podcast and one called Scruffy City Sports, meaning more like a Knoxville podcast, I can't see that over the past several years I've really kept up with UT baseball other than probably the yeah. last two, two and a half. Because last year UT was, I think, 21-0 and 0 when they shut down due to COVID. Um just because they've been awful lately. I mean, you you had uh, Serrano who came in that was supposed to fix the program, and he he left with a losing record, uh, and they finally turned around with didn't Vi- do anything. Yeah, with Vitello uh, and his nice. you know energy that he brings to the team. So I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe that's something we take uh, in a corporate word circle back to uh, in a future podcast to figure out why that that, that <laughs> is. Uh, a thing that they're ranked and not, and I'm sure there's other teams on there because for there for a while that we had more wins. I mean, we probably still have several more wins than other teams on there uh, because Tennessee's been playing as many games as they can uh, yeah. to, to get their not to really beef up their record, but to just to play because uh, you know they haven't played it well and they're playing now. But prior to that, they hadn't played in a year, so who knows yeah. the answer to that. I don't know, you know, I don't know. I, I just, it's so weird looking at these records. You know, Arkansas is clearly the number one overall. They're, they were 30 and six two days ago, you know, but then at number three, you've got Texas, who's 30 and eight, hmm. and Vanderbilt's 28 and six. Yeah, now Vanderbilt had some, they got swept uh, last, not this weekend to UT, the weekend before. They got, uh, they took a series loss to Georgia, and I, I feel like that was their first. SEC series loss in like two or three years. So that oh, just tells, really? yeah, that just tells you how dominant they are. And I feel like that they lost. And I I think it was at home. 
And I think maybe it was that was their first home SEC loss that they had had since like 2017, which is just crazy to think. But Vanderbilt is a – They are so good. I mean, they're a proverbial dom- dominant force to be reckoned with in the SEC when it comes to baseball. That's the only thing that school does well is yeah. baseball. So I can't think of their coach's name, but he's – I mean, he is, you know, tried and true, tested – Anyone that's on that roster will make an MLB team at some point in time in their career, unless it's the Bat Boy. And I'm sure he's even probably got. <laughs> I don't know. I'm about to say, you never know. So. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just it's it's weird to me. Baseball rankings. I don't really understand it. You know, Notre Dame's sitting at ten, and they're eighteen and seven. Well, what conference so is Notre Dame playing in right now? Reason I mean, that with me. Do they have a conference in baseball, or are they are they ACC? Aren't they ACC? Well, they were ACC for football, just so they could play for COVID stuff. But I don't. I mean, they're usually non-conference. But I would think maybe they're smaller. Stuff. I think they're. I think their football team is the only one that's ever been non-conference. Okay. Okay. I don't. Which I, I used to. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. If you don't have a conference, you shouldn't be in the college football playoffs. No, I agree with that. I agree. The only thing I kept up with Notre Dame was Rudy Rudiger back in my heyday. Uh, before John Farva was doing Marvel movies, when he he made Rudy, which is one of the greatest sports movies of all time, and then what you were going to say, you kept up with it uh, when that uh, football player turned out he had a catfish girlfriend. Oh yeah, I'm hanging out with her right now. <laughs> oh Mateo, is that his name? I think it was yeah. Mateo. So, uh, didn't he win the Heisman too? I feel like, and then he never. Play, I don't think he did anything in the NFL. So poor guy, man, Tateo. Yeah, yep, that's it. So it's just arm and arm right here. Just, hey. Out to dinner. (laughs) Yeah, she's never FaceTimed me or talked to me. We've been dating for years. And, and, you know, on the side note, I've been sending her thousands of dollars. And yet she's not been able to get a phone that works in 2015. (laughs) Because that's still a thing. Is Catfish still on a TV show on MTV? That's a good question I need to know. Because if you're dating someone and they're like, no, I can't talk to you. Okay, it, there's. I mean, I'm thinking at, at my place of employment, there is at least, I bet, 17 webcams within arm's reach. <laughs> I was going to say, every 15 as, minutes. as big as Zoom is these days, because even if you say, hey, let's FaceTime, oh, I don't, I've got an Android. Oh, it's all right. I'll set up a Zoom call. What's your email? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it might look horrendous, but still, you could, you know, yeah. whatever. This is a very pro-Apple podcast, if, if nobody's <laughs> Just, Tim, give me a call. We could use some sponsorship love from you as well. Pit Viper and all that stuff. We, whoever wants to come at us, I'm I'm all for it. I about to say, I need a new uh, MacBook. This thing's been running since 2015. Well, you know, they're coming out with new M1s. I saw yesterday at the Apple event because I was a correspondent for no one. Uh, but they're coming out in beautiful colors, new ultra-thin design with the new MacBook. Or not MacBook, the new iMac. Uh, it's first redesigned since 2012. I know you're coming here for all technology things. Right? <laughs> uh, you can also get a new purple iPhone. I saw that was really neat. Uh, really? Apple, yeah, Apple TV is getting a redesign, and the remote's finally getting an upgrade since it first came out. So lots of cool things. Uh, we didn't hear anything about new AirPods, which I'm a little upset about. Thought we'd get some of that stuff. No new information on MacBook Pros or MacBooks. But whatever. I mean, people came here for that stuff. I know. Technology. I'll throw that in the doobly-doos, little hashtags down there. That'll probably get us a couple more hundred thousand views. Well, I'm just going to say it. Uh, if, if speaking of um, Apple uh, TV, 
Oh, you you want to talk about Tim Lasso? I know. I've if not you haven't, it. Tim. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso, Tim, what Tim? Ted? It's all the same. <laughs> That's just a shout out. Go watch it. That's well, all I want to say about since, it. Since you More brought up old Jason Sudeikis, did you know? Do you remember Garrett? Because we've probably talked about this, but the listeners have never heard this story. Do you know that I actually have Olivia Wilde's phone number, and I have texted with Olivia Wilde, and I have the screenshots to prove it, and she actually shared on her Instagram story that me and her conversed one night. I I do remember that. I mean, it was a big, it was a very special evening for me. I could, one, couldn't believe it, but two, it's, it, it will go down as probably one of the, I don't know, handful of evenings <laughs> in my life that I'll scratch it up for. Top five moment. I do. I've got to say, I do remember, uh, I, I remember you uh, telling me about that. That was awesome. I mean, it was I pretty was happy cool. for you. I, I mean, I was happy too. If it was only Emily Blunt, then it, it would have definitely been a top one moment for me. But Olivia Wilde, she's still pretty up there too for me. So. <laughs> well, I know that's your; those are your top two. I would say I would probably. I mean, there's a laundry list. I know the listeners are not here for Norm's hot takes on uh, what girl he likes to watch on TV, but those two are considerably up there. And then you throw in Jennifer Lawrence. That's that'll just round out the top three for everybody there. I forget. I forget about Jennifer Lawrence. I, what has she done lately? She's done nothing lately. I feel like. Yeah. She's in that new movie that comes out on uh, Netflix this year with her and Matt Damon and somebody else because she's got the uh, pixie cut. She's got like the bang look, pixie cut, and then she's got a little yeah. nose ring action going on. Yeah, what is that? Uh, it's, I mean, it's a look is what it is, Garrett. Nose ring and let's the little see, bang see. look. Let's go on the old live DB here. But it's called something like... Uh, I don't know if it's a whodunit, but uh, I, I remember. Oh, no, it's got your boy, uh, Timothy Lachey, or however you say it, Chalamet. Chalamet. Chalamet in it. I, feel, I, think I don't they even have a, know if that's how you pronounce his name. Well, but that's how that's we're going, I'm going with. with. Uh, I feel like they have a makeout scene because I think I remember seeing that on TMZ or uh, World Star or whatever people yell at these days. When they're video <laughs> World Star. I haven't heard World Star in a minute. I know. Usually when I go out to eat, this is a fun story. Sometimes I'll go out to eat and, you know, if there's people arguing about who's going to pay for the check, I'll just be like, here, take my debit <laughs> card. And then when we get in a fight, just start recording and yell World Star. And World then they just Star. look at you like, I'm too young for that. And I'm like, well, you missed the 2010s. Oh, uh, you know who else is in it? Who? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a star-studded cast. Yeah, let's see. Uh, so it's called uh, "Don't Look Up," Netflix original. Okay, it's by Adam McKay. Yeah, good old Adam. Okay. Yeah, see, so you're he, interested uh, in this movie, and I don't know how you didn't know about it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's got to be the first thing Liam's done in a while, too, right? Yeah, uh, probably since Wolf of Wall Street. I don't think he's done anything since that. The Revenant. And- no. Um, once upon a time. Yeah, once upon a time. Yeah, so he did the Revenant, took a break. Once upon a time, and then I guess that's his. Not this. Yeah. So. You got Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet, Ron Perlman. Which I don't know how you feel about him. I'm not the biggest fan of him. I thought he kind of. Uh, I don't know. I didn't like his character in Drive. Uh, was it Drive? Yeah, I didn't like his character in Drive well, that he's, much. He's in Drive, and then uh, that's also what's his name from Sons of Anarchy, right? Well, see, I have, yeah, he's in Sons of Anarchy. I haven't, but I haven't seen it. But see, Sons of Anarchy, I think that that seems like a show that would suit him. Yeah. Yeah. He was also Hellboy, and he was really good in Hellboy back in the early 2000s. 
I remember when those came out. I never watched them. Yeah, the new um, one is not very good, but the old ones are, are pretty good. You've also got uh, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep. I mean, that's an Oscar winner, Oscar winning cast right there. You have uh, Matthew Perry. <laughs> I don't know who he is. It doesn't have him listed. You don't know Matthew Maybe he's Perry? playing. Yeah, I know oh, who okay. he is. I was about to say. I mean, is, you are little... I'm saying uh, he doesn't have a character name. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, bro- I got yeah. bad internet. What did yeah. you say? <laughs> no, you're good. I was waiting for you to come back. I heard that. <laughs> yeah. so. <laughs> no, I'm saying he doesn't have a character name, so maybe he's playing himself. Um, then you've got Kid Cuddy, Tom oh, Perry, Kid Cuddy, and yeah, and Ariana Grande. I mean, who knows what she's doing? I hope she didn't make her latest music album based off that movie because it could be rated NC seventeen. That <laughs> thing is a little on the vulgar side. Uh, her name's Riley Bina. Riley Bina. Well, I'm sure that she is a very promiscuous girl, as Nelly Furtado <laughs> would say. Man, talk about a good song. I would agree. I would agree, but not Otter Ariana or whatever her name is, Grande song. I did. <laughs> I don't understand. Wait, you said what? Her new? Have you not heard video? her new stuff? Thirty-four plus thirty-five. I, I mean, it's we're we're reaching that expletive territory. We're going to have to put an NC seventeen on this <laughs> podcast. No, I don't think well, we don't have to get into it. But no. no, I haven't heard it. It's not bad. It's not. I'm just I'm just joking. But it is a, a hard right hand turn from her normal stuff or okay. whatever she became popular with. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's she's hanging out with like Doja Cat and Megan Stallion and all those girls nowadays. So you can just mm. just imagine what that's happening. It's kind of like, <laughs> I like a, Doja uh, Cat. She's funny. Uh, it's a it's like a hardcore. Uh, I don't know hardcore like Peloton <laughs> ad, but it it's I don't know. It's not my thing. Not my thing. <laughs> it's no Avid Brothers or Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Well, it doesn't, doesn't sound like it. No, it's not. It's not at all. It's not at all. Uh, Garrett, what do you want to talk about now? I feel like we, we did UT baseball pretty good. Then we took a hard time, so. which is normal for us. Uh, and then, uh, what do we do? Do we go into the Braves baseball? Do we do some Braves stuff? Yeah, we can do some Braves stuff. Um, I got my new polo on. I know. I like that. I like the uh, old my school new. 74A there, which is we've talked about before. I feel like they need to bring those jerseys back. We old school taste. Nike. Yeah, I like it. I really do. I like I like my Ozuna one, but I'm a big fan of the polos because I, you know, got to wear a collared shirt to work these days. Because man, polos are like athletic polos are where it's at. Nike dry fit. I will buy any Nike dry fit on eBay that there. I have like a Colorado Rockies dry fit. I have a San Francisco Giants dry fit. I have a Mariners dry fit. I think I have a Yankees dry fit. Uh, and maybe an Indians dry fit, <laughs> and then like four or five Braves dry fit. So. When I say I'll buy any and all MLB dry fits, that's really what I'm going for. I, really, right. I want a Brewers one. They've got an old school one where it's like blue and then the sleeves are yellow and the collar's yellow. But I think that's a little too much. It's just a, it's yeah. just a smidge too much. It's the, it's really loud. Yeah, you know, it's too much. But they've got some cool – they do have some cool jerseys. Also, really quick, before we get into the Braves, let's talk about uh, Boston's uniforms the other day. Oh, that was neat. I, I don't – I didn't – I don't understand. I saw them, but I did not read it. I know why they did them. It was for the marathon victims, but I don't know why they picked the baby blue and yellow. Do you know why they picked those colors? Because I didn't deep dive into that. No, I I just, I don't know. I I mean, yeah, I'm like you. I like the, obviously the cause for and everything. Yeah, I just, I wasn't, I thought they were fine. 
I liked it. Wasn't it wasn't my favorite. I mean, it was but, very yeah. non-traditional, I guess would be the best way of saying that. Uh, I, yeah. I think I would have maybe preferred the yellow be the like in Boston. Uh, but again, I, I did, they didn't ask Storm. They didn't come to me and say, design this uniform <laughs> by any means. Uh, I think if you look at San Diego and how they use the gold and yellow on as accents for all their stuff, I would have liked to see it that way. Because, you know, I think yeah. San Diego probably has some of the best uniforms going right now with the brown and gold or brown yeah. and yellow, whatever it is. Um, but, I, you know, it was for a really good cause. It made me get to watch the big poppy speech where he cusses over and over and over. And <laughs> this is our city, and it just gets you, makes you want to go run through a wall. So, Wait, did he speak before that series this time? Or are you talking no, about the no, no, no. speech just he had? Ta- uh, yeah, yeah, the one where yeah. he they play it every time where he's, you know, it's our city. Our yeah. city. So. <laughs> oh, big poppy. I wonder what's he, is he still broadcasting anywhere? He was an analyst for MLB. I think he still is. I believe okay. he still is. I can't imagine. I know they, I know, uh, speaking of former athlete, uh, analysts, I know old Paul Pierce got the boot from, uh, TNT. Well, you, did you see why he got the, it was from ESPN. It was ESPN, not TNT. Oh, yeah, okay. ESPN. Did you my see bad. the video? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, let me just say PSA. If you, look, if I know you the, hold a job it, in the public eye, you cannot post an Instagram live story no. with ladies dancing at a no. house party very promiscuously yes. that you hired to do so. And you're putting, we'll it, very, say that. You're putting it very nicely. So what? Let me let me break it down for all my friends out there. It was I think they were having a TikTok live, and you've got those TikTok thirst traps. If everyone's following me, what I'm doing there, and they were playing that <laughs> clap 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 song in the background, and then I guess he was partaking in 420 a little early. Because uh, there was some of those left-handed cigarettes for all my boomer sumers out there that know what those are, um, and it, you just can't do that. But I guess uh, there's rumors out there that he's going to Barstool Sports now because Dave's picking him up left and right, my friend. He's got Dion and now Paul Pierce. He's building him an arsenal I'm, over there. One bite, everybody. Knows. I guess it's one puff. Everyone knows the rules puff. of Boston, Barstool. I will say, you know, there has to be. Uh, I mean, if if you know, you're a former athlete, not married, no kids. I mean, I don't know if he's got the kids or not, but, you know, still living, you know, still living the good life. I, I can see where Barstool would be a lot more appealing than some big major network because Barstool's not going to care what you do. No, I mean, Barstool is promoting that. I, th- I mean, they're not <laughs> promoting it, but I feel like they're not deterring it by any no. means. So, and, and I feel like Barstool's doing extremely well uh you know i keep up with all the one bite everybody knows the rules uh all that stuff they've got a new barstool outdoors girl i saw the other day saw way <laughs> more say, I saw, than i needed to but she's i did there. see that they're having like an outdoor line now well they had like one a, before like, they had one before and then they had like and it a didn't whole, really uh no they, they had like a whole another caller daddy situation like the guy got mad because he was trying to do like his own thing and barstool and they had like a small falling out uh, okay. I don't remember if you remember a couple of months ago, Dave was like posting the DMs from the guy where they fired him. Um, but no, it, I miss that. Well, yeah, I, who knows if it's real or not? I mean, it could be fake. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> could be clickbait TikTok views for all I know. Uh, but now they've got some other promiscuous girl that knows how to throw a jig out there and you know, <laughs> give it a dangle. 
to. I'm about to say knows how to uh, flip it and punch it. Yeah, she does. She's she's going through those big weeds out there, those lily pads, looking for that big mondo. Also, I was uh, referring to bass fishing. I hope everybody knows that. Yeah, this, I just want to make that clear. Yeah, we're going to do a whole new segment on uh, fishing reports from uh, Lenore City or Knoxville, and then Raleigh Durham, uh, North Carolina, at the end of this podcast. <laughs> so get ready. The spawn right. is happening. Uh, new moon's coming soon, so do you just just set your watches out there for all that? Because that's how the fish operate by moon phases. They, uh, and uh, barometric pressure. Yep, yep. We've got a low front coming through East Tennessee right now, so today would have been a great day. Tomorrow, not so much, but, you know, whatever. I couldn't get out on the water today. Uh, spawn's probably happening. Get to those bedding fish, you know, get the male off there, then catch that big eight-pound Mondo, big Bertha, uh, put up on your wall. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where I Give go, there's not, not a lot of largemouth where I fish. It's a lot of mean mouths, as they like to call them, or spots or small mouths. So. <laughs> See, I thought, but I thought, you know, Fort Lyon, I thought that was largemouth capital is, of the world. Th- there is, but I feel like I'm on the side where there's more smallmouth and spotted bass than there is largemouth, partly because I don't have a $120,000 bass boat. So. <laughs> Speaking of sponsorships, if anybody wants to, you know, Nitro, Bass Cat, uh, Skeeter Boats, whoever wants to come at me, I will. I'm not partial to any of those brands. Tracker, I don't even need a full fiberglass. I can do an aluminum boat, Nitro, uh, Ranger, whoever. I I see a lot of Nitros in uh, Bass Pro. They're nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, you see a lot of Nitros because Bass Pro owns Ranger, Nitro, something and something boats. Uh, That's why. That makes sense. Fun fact. (laughs) So, but yeah, I, I'll take one. I'll even take a John boat at this point in time. I can put a deck on that thing and make it a. I'll a take it. I want a kayak. Yeah. See, here's Norm's thing on a kayak. I really would like a kayak. However, the ones I really like are Hobie and they're like four grand for a nice fishing Cadillac kayak. Yeah. But you, you know. don't need the troller motor. Yeah. But I'm lazy. So I do. <laughs> so then my answer to that is why don't you just get a canoe, which is like. A uh, tenth of the price of a nice ca- uh, kayak, and then you could you could just have more room. I feel like now I don't know if it's as stable, but I feel like it'd yeah, be easier. Uh, it's probably not as stable because those nice ones, those nice kayaks, I'm sure, really really heavy. Yeah, so those, you don't roll them. Those Hobie ones are are like the cream de la creme, but some of I mean, it's not a seventy nine dollar one at Walmart. Let's just say that. And then I think like. If you wanted a good one, you're looking at, I think, at least $1,500 because they're pretty wide. Even there's like a Pelican brand, I think, that Academy has um, that's wide because, you know, I'm a bigger guy. I don't I don't want to be falling over and having to swim and lose hundreds of dollars worth of fishing tackle floating to the bottom of the water. Yeah, that's why you just uh, make sure everything can be a flotation device I, I guess i don't know and then if i take a camera and a drone and my soundboard so i can do a podcast while i'm on the water and then videotape myself while i'm on the water i've got you know i've got a lot invested at that point in time yeah honestly yeah it doesn't sound it doesn't sound fun i'd be yeah, stressed because we're really i i mean i don't know if i've said this enough but we're really pushing the revenue streaming of scruffy city sports here pretty soon youtube page really Drone footage is on its way. We diversify the income. Yeah, we're going to LLC it so I can just use this all as a big tax write-off. I'm just <laughs> where where you're going to. You're coming for the knowledge here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like it, so. Wait. So what about Braves baseball? Oh yeah, Braves baseball. So here, hold on. I've got a quick quick sheet here. Look, I printed off things. People, I have to people, say, do people old still know, does people still know what paper is? Because I don't know if that's a thing or not. 
so, Garrett, the last time we talked, I'm going to go over scores and uh, uh, results here really quickly, uh, and then we can uh, talk. Right. Did you get to watch the, the game last night? Did you watch those seven minutes? I didn't send you a highlight reel, so I don't know. So you just, I, about to say, I, I don't, so you fill just, me in. Whenever you get to a point and you're like, I'll watch that, just stop me, and we'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> so there's been about a week or so since we've last had a, a full-length you know, hardcore podcast. Uh, the last series, series we were talking about was the Phillies, uh, which was a home. The Braves took two out of three from the Phillies. In uh, the Sunday night, which was Sunday night baseball game, uh, you might remember is where Alec Brom, Baum, I think it's Baum or Brom, uh, Brom, yeah. Brom. He's yet to touch home plate. Uh, MLB had that controversial instant replay call where he missed the plate by a good 6, 8, 10, 12 inches, uh, and, and the Braves lost that one in extra 7-6. to six. But again, they took the series win, so that's all that matters. However, at that loss... Uh, really put a bad taste in the Braves' mouth because they dropped the next three in a row after the loss to the Phillies, making it a total of four games. Uh, fun fact, the Braves have not lost more than four games since 2017, and they did not lose four more than four in a row this year so far, so let's knock on wood that that doesn't happen. But they dropped three out of four to the, the fighting fish, uh, old Don Mattingly's Marlins, which is just horrendous to see because the Marlins are atrocious. Uh, I don't. They, we have no business losing three out of four to them. However, uh, I think it was the second game they played, which was April the thirteenth. Uh, Adam Duvall had a coming out party again uh, in Atlanta. He had like seven RBIs on like twenty seven hits and just was a, a monster. I mean, he came back to Truist Park and said, "This is why you should have signed me for two million dollars a year." And now that every one of our outfielders are on the injured list, we should have signed Adam Duvall. Uh, again, but I, I can't fault him for wanting to go play every day. Uh, he's in, you know, it, it, the Marlins is a fine fit for him. I wish he was in Atlanta. I wish him nothing, nothing but the best. Uh, he's a super good guy. Uh, he, for all those that don't know, he's a type one diabetic. He played all last COVID season while being a diabetic, which are some of the people out there that need to fear COVID the most. And he wanted to do it to support the Braves and, and to support the fans. So fun story. Everyone should go follow Adam Duvall and lock him, even though he's playing on the Marlins. Um, so anyway, uh, we lost three out of four to them. The game we did win, which would have been the fourth game in the series, uh, Dansby Swanson, good friend of the pond, uh, dragging across the parking lot, had a uh, walk-off single uh, to win that game 7-6 to six, uh, for the um, – whoever we are, the Atlanta Braves, uh, which was nice. Then we took two out of three uh, against the Cubbies, everyone's friends, the Cubs, oh, Anthony Rizzo and crew up there, uh, which will shortly be disbanded probably around July. That team's just going to fall apart. Uh, took they two are. Of, I mean, they're, they're all going to be gone. Baez is going to get traded. Uh, Rizzo is probably – Rizzo might be the only one that stays. I feel like he's the only one that can. I would say, I'm about to say, I would say Bryant leaves before Rizzo. Yeah, because Bryant's done. I mean, the way they, they messed up his service time, he's, he's done. There's been talks that Bryant's going to Atlanta or uh, the Phillies. I would not want to see him in a fight in Phil's uniform, even though he's done nothing this year. I think he's just waiting on a change of scenery personally, and then he will be the Chris Bryant from several years ago. I'm about to say, but, dude, I would hate – I would just – yeah, I would hate to face him. I know. Bryce Harper – uh, you know, Andrew McCutcheon. Yep, that who Brom, else they got over there? Well, they got that Brom guy, but he's he's horrible at defense, but he can hit the ball. So I foresee uh, them getting rid of Goldsmith. Is Goldsmith's their first baseman? So I would imagine Brom will transition to first. Oh? Yeah, isn't he? Didn't, no, he plays for the Nationals. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's yeah. Hoskins. Reese Hoskins uh, yeah. is the Phillies' first baseman. So I would imagine that, that he will transition there soon enough, or I guess 
deal with it for this year and next year you've got a DH and what better way to pay a, a, a up and coming star that's only making the league minimum uh, to be your DH for several years before he rakes in some big cash. So that must uh, be nice. I know, I know. So, uh, but the Braves took two out of three from the Cubs, uh, and then our good friend of the pod, Ronald Acuna. Let me let me throw you some stats out there because Ronnie Ronald Acuna. I'm sorry, I keep pronouncing his name wrong. It's Acuna. Uh, was your NL Player of the Week this week, Garrett? And let me just I have to I'm I saw sorry. that. Let me read you off these stats that this kid has because he's just. I mean, for this kid to be under team control and only going to make $100 million over the next 10 years with the Braves, he's making $5 million this year. Five. That's it. That's it. It's it. It's astronomical <sighs> to me that the Braves have, have locked Ronald Acuna uh, just, for so long. I'm telling you, it's going to be cheaper for somebody just to buy out his contract I and agree. then sign him for a huge deal. I agree. I don't know how that works, like as a buyout. I know all about it from college coaches because UT does that well, pay you a lot, and then you got to do the buyout thing. But I don't know as a yeah. major league player how if that even is is a thing. I'm sure it is, but when it happens – I mean, I'm, I, I'm probably it probably isn't going to happen, but the thing is, like, Ronnie is going to see that we could have been paying him so much more. So even if we do try to give him more when we re-sign him, he's probably going to be like – I'm just going to go somewhere else, man. Well, I, see, that's the thing. But Ozuna took a pay cut this year to come back because he really likes the chemistry, the vibe, uh, whatever you want to call it with everyone. So I don't I don't know. I mean, I I can see that. Now, you know, that's this year and next year. And maybe if Ozzy gets hurt or Ozzy moves on or we have a couple of rough years, he might change his tune. But, I mean, they're just out there having fun. I mean, they were getting beat last night by the Yankees. And uh, Ozuna – for one of the outs is just laughing him haunted up with fans. I mean, he serious. I don't know if he has a bad day. Like I don't, yeah. I don't get it. The dude's always smiling strikes out. He's smiling, whatever. He's, he's always fun. And I, he's my new favorite brave clearly from the outfit I'm wearing today is inspired by, you know, big bear, big bear. So, but anyway, let me, let me enough about big bear. Let me tell you what Ronald Acuna is doing now. Granted, he didn't play yesterday and he's not playing tonight. Uh, against the Yankees uh, because yeah. of his, his strained abdominal muscle. But uh, hopefully, you know, the Braves had two games, two days off this week, Monday and Thursday, so hopefully he will be back Friday night to play the Diamondbacks because they're trash uh, and we need him back in the lineup. And it's a home yeah. game and you got to put rear ends in the seats if you're the Braves because we got to make more money so we can get some more players, preferably in the bullpen. <laughs> so Ronald Acuna is batting a cool 419 for the season. He leads the majors in home runs with seven. Steele leads the majors with home runs in seven. With seven, he leads uh, with extra base hits. Oh wait, 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 leads with home runs with seven. Hits with twenty six. Extra bases at 14, 14 extra base hits. Slugging percentage at eight eighty seven and OPS with a one dot three seven three and total runs at twenty one. Ronald Acuna. The young man at twenty three, I think he's twenty three or twenty two. He's 22. younger than I am. Is he twenty two? So <laughs> I, I think mean, he's twenty three. So what I'll say to that is, stop telling me that Juan Soto's better than Ronald Acuna because he's not. He's not. <laughs> I've, been he- I've been hearing that since Ronnie and Juan came up in the league. I, I get it. I, the only thing that's different is Juan Soto has more swagger. He's got more BDE <laughs> than Ronald, and people yeah, like but, that. And I can't. But stand. people, people, people. Complain about Ronald's chains. You know, and that gets kind of old, too. Ozzy doesn't get that much hate for his chains. Now, Ronald's are about, you know, it's like a three, <laughs> four-inch 13. 
Casey forgot his number while he's standing on first. I don't uh, care. I, Everybody's I wearing chains. People got all people were getting all bent out of shape when he was pimping some home runs, which I'm just like pimp them. Who who? What you tell me? One Soto doesn't. One Soto pimps a ball getting thrown out. I mean, him, Javi, but it's not a strike. That's true. Javi Baez pimps a throw to first when he tries to do it. <laughs> I mean, I I don't at this point in time. I'm sick and tired of people saying you can't pimp a home run. Like, well, go for it. it. If Trevor Bauer can stand out there and throw a baseball with one eye closed and get 14 million views on YouTube, I can stand out there and shove the bat in my own dugout if I want to. That's how I feel about it. You're breaking up. That's what I don't understand is – how's that? You're good. You're good. Better. Better. I think we're good now. Yeah. Uh, That's what I don't understand is that pitchers – can do whatever they want. There's such like a, a, a discrepancy. Yeah. Like there's so much hypocrisy. That's true. Like pitchers can do whatever they want. You know, um uh, uh I mean the other night Trevor Bauer like beat his chest yeah. when he struck uh when he struck somebody out yeah, for the that, Padres. I don't it was Tatis and he was actually yelling an expletive at him as well. Uh he told him to uh, forget him. We'll say that much uh, about that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand why it's such a, you know, uh, I, uh, what's the word I'm looking for a double standard. There we go. A double standard when it comes to pitchers and hitters, because you see it all the time with relief pitchers will, will yell and scream and stare down and, and all that stuff. But heaven forbid, if you even stand in the box for one second, Brian McCann's going to come out of retirement and tackle you at the plate, (laughs) which is ridiculous. I don't get, I mean, I look. When I played baseball, you didn't do that. You you didn't. It was a it was a no no. You you ran the base hard, or you trotted if you were a big guy like myself. You took your time because you couldn't run around the bases at full speed. I'm about to say, if you got if you got if you got beamed by a pitch, it was a full ninety to yeah, first. It was it make the turn like you're going to take it because everybody's standing around. I mean, I the game the game of baseball has changed dramatically over the last I mean ten years, five years really. Uh, yeah. So I don't care. I mean, if we're going to mock up players and talk to them and interview them during a game, then by all means, Fernando Tatis, flip the bat as high as you can. Uh, it's accepted in other leagues. When we talked about uh, the CPBL and KBO and all those leagues last year, it's encouraged. They do it on singles. They will bat flip on a single. It's just appreciated. It's a, you know, a tip your hat to the whoever. And it's not bad sportsmanship. I don't see how you can say it is. You know, it's everyone's having fun. Amir Garrett, who I respect and will always respect, he, yeah. he wants them to do it. You know, if you get a hit off somebody, if it's a bottom of the ninth, you know, series to win the series and it's a close game and, and you're going at it back and forth, Show some emotion. I would rather you be excited than pull a Freddie Freeman and just stand there and just do it like you do it every day. I want to see somebody jumping up and down and get excited because they hit a home run. Because if they don't, then it's just a job, and they're just, you know, they're just going through the motions, which I know we pick on Freddie Freeman religiously here. I mean, we're the religion of anti-Freddie Freeman homers. (laughs) But, I mean, he's just – that's just how he is. It's a job for him. It's a nine-to-five. He goes there. If he gets a hit, he gets a hit. If he doesn't, he just, you know, even kill. Yeah, uh, where you know, like Anthony Rizzo from the other night is the polar opposite. He's out there having a good time, and I'm not saying Freddie's the worst player because of that. I feel like we talk about that all the time, but still, <laughs> it's just an easy comparison to see yeah. the difference in Freddie and then Ronnie or Dansby and any of those guys. So I'm all for the bat flip. I wish it was encouraged. I, I wish we had in the All Star Game a bat flip competition because I'm all for it. 
Yeah, I agree. Gonna, I agree. I'm going to get a bat flip tattoo right here. Just, just <laughs> right there on your yeah, forearm. Exactly. I, and see, I like, I still think my favorite, uh, I mean, I love Ronnie's, don't me wrong. And uh, my favorite one, though, I, I think still to this day is Tim Anderson. Yeah. Against the Royals. Was that two seasons ago, I guess? Yeah, it was. Yeah, when he like threw the bat yeah. at the dugout. Yeah, no, I mean, it was his that dugout. Dude, I mean, yeah, no, it was his dugout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just excitement, like yeah. getting getting everybody up. Like, I mean, that playing with that type of ferociousness. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I love Tim Anderson. I think he's a fun ball player to watch. Yeah, he irrigated the uh, infield when he ran around the bases for that one. <laughs> uh but yeah I, I don't remember i mean growing up i couldn't tell you like joey bats is probably the first person i remember bat flipping uh or, or maybe made it a thing from that divisional series or whatever it was oh that's, against uh the rangers yeah that's the yeah first but to think to think about being uh game five of the alcs with uh you know you were you guys were behind and you mount a comeback late in the game with the bases loaded, or maybe it was two on. Yeah. And, I mean, that that home run he hit was an absolute monster. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Yep. But I don't – If you guys have never seen that, just go on oh. YouTube and watch that whole inning. Yeah, it's I a mean, good, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's a good game. Um, but I don't remember anyone bat flipping prior to that. Even the kid, King Griffey, that started this whole baseball movement, I don't ever remember him – he he just did the, he had that such smooth swing where he just laid the bat down after his swing. I don't ever remember anyone doing that. Like I need I that's s- a research project to who started the bat flip. Like who was the I've first? I've seen. Let me uh, let me. I'll just say I'm gonna look it up. But there, I've seen one like really really old school baseball video. I think it's some guy for the Phillies who I think only hit two home runs in his life. And, and one of them was in like a big time like postseason game, and he like he like he like was halfway down first base line watching it and holding the bat okay. with him. And when it went out, he went, and it did about 120 spins okay. before okay. it hit the ground. I'll try to find it for okay. you. That's a Ronald Acuna one, if I've ever yeah. seen one. In the, here's what we'll do in the YouTube video. We can I'll put the clip on there where we're talking now about this because. I figured out how to do that. We're making big moves, <laughs> production moves. So if you're on the podcast, just just listen through the podcast. Then go to the, click on the link because you can click on it now in the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, you can click the link and it'll take you directly to the YouTube page. And then you can fast forward to the time step of about 50 minutes and then you'll see it go through. <laughs> easy enough. I'm making it how, easy for everyone here. I mean, you can't make it any easier. I mean, I'm trying my best here. Revenue stream. So if you, you know... <laughs> You need anybody to host, Yeah, if you need anybody to talk about something, I mean, you need me to come on and be a motivational speaker about whatever. I, me and Garrett really can ramble about anything. So, you know, the sun Yeah, I mean, setting. give me a topic and we'll go. I'm about to say, we still got to do um, Yeah, we still don't uh, uh, movies or entertainment or something. Yeah, we've not talked about that. Uh, I'll come back. to While you're looking that up, we'll finish my Brave stuff. Uh, so we took two out of three from the Cubs, which was good. That was a good win for them to get back on track. Last night uh, – Charlie Morton pitched a gym and the, uh, uh, gosh, whatever the people relief crew that we have blew it again for us. Uh, he, he did give up one home run, Charlie Morton, but struck out eight, uh, in seven or six innings pitched. He has been pretty okay. I feel like that, but our, I, I've said this before. 
I don't know why we let Mark Melanson and we've still not re-signed Shane Green because our relief core right now is hurting. Uh, prior to last night, Tyler Matzik has been the only thing that has been pretty decent. Sean Newcomb's been up and down. A.J. Minter, his last two outings have not looked that great. Um, and Will Smith is still hurt with shoulder inflammation. Uh, he has got probably, if I had to guess, he's losing feeling in his pinky finger uh, for his throwing arms to that to me as a doctor that screams torn labrum uh, from someone speaking of that as a 38 year old knuckleball picture that I am been through that it's not fun so I don't really see how that's going to work out very well Um, not Will Smith I'm sorry that's Chris Martin Chris Martin I'm talking about that Will Smith has not looked good at all as our closer Uh, I think he's got an ERA of around 12 Uh, he made MLB history the other day where he walked three batters and then struck out three batters uh, without giving up a hit or a run, which is pretty impressive in itself. <laughs> but, you know, you don't want your closer going out there walking three people uh, for anything. And then everyone on the Braves was hurt. Uh, Ronnie is day-to-day with his uh, abdominal strain. Like I said earlier, I'm sure they're going to give him the series off against the Yankees, and he'll be back Friday since they have not put him on the aisle. Ozzy got hurt against the Cubs. Uh, he messed up. He got hit really hard in the his calf by pitch, uh, and that took him out for two days. Uh, he is now back in action. Um, so, and then Christian Pache is on the ten day with a groin pull, his left groin. Didn't, didn't know he had a left and a right, but uh, his left groin is pulled. Uh, so he's on the ten day. Ender Enciarte has messed up his hamstring. Pretty sure he'll probably be done for sixty days. If I had to imagine, he pulled up uh, running into third. Um, and then we've got a myriad of pitchers that are also on that. Uh, Sean Newcomb being one of those. Uh, and then, like I said, Chris Martin. Sean Newcomb, uh, it's rumored that he has been pulled out for COVID protocols. He's not injured, just COVID protocols. Uh, Max Freed has also injured his hamstring running the bases. Another reason why this podcast said a year ago I hated the DH, and now I'm all for it because pitchers don't need to be wasting their lives away by running the bases and hurting themselves when they could be pitching in the NL. Um, and that's really it. That's Norm's injury report. I don't think I skipped anybody, and I just did that all off the cuff. So if I miss somebody, I'm really sorry. <laughs> you might have thought I was looking at a website, but nope, that was just off. That was Brian all Snicker. off the cuff. Yeah, that was pretty good, I thought. That was that was impressive. I did. You I've know, got I'm... all these pages pulled up, but I just, yeah, I just went with it. So I'm not a. Uh, I'll see what's happening. You're surfing the internet flip, but, while doing uh, zooms, and it's just yeah. You're not doing. <laughs> you're not getting that stuff out. Of this. So, oh, I've got a new sound too. But I, I meant to use that when we were talking about Braves and injury reports, and I just I just injury report. Breaking news. Yeah, breaking news there. <laughs> so um, so who do we who do we play who do we play this evening? We play the Yankees. Uh actually as they've started uh, about five minutes ago. It's six forty one uh as we're recording this on April the is it the twenty first? Yes, twenty first. So Wednesday night. They're playing the Yankees tonight. Uh Ian Anderson is going against somebody for the Yankees. The Yankees are just trash. I mean, they are. I'd say I've got, I've got the, um, I've got them pulled. I've got the standings pulled up. They're last and in the AL. They're last. Uh, worst record in the AL. Last in the NL East. Um, I know that Brian Cashman, their GM, came out the other day and said, "Hey, we're going to turn it around." Uh, Aaron Boone apparently yelled at some players and said they were going to do better. But if you take a look at their batting averages, I don't think anyone on their team 
is hitting above the Mendoza line of 200 currently right now as a New York Yankee, which is not a good sign. I mean, I couldn't imagine that the New York media is being very nice to any of one of the team <laughs> currently. So, no, I, I guarantee you that's a tough market to be in. Too. Yeah, yeah, I would. I'll tell you what, though, the NL West is probably the weakest division. Well, I'm surprised it, since we're going around the horn. I'm surprised at the Giants out there because they. I, I think last I looked, I don't know if they played earlier today, but going into today's games, they were second behind the Dodgers. They are. I'm about to say. I mean, I don't look. I don't mean the weakest. Like, yes, well, I know. they probably they have, have the most. You have L.A. and diverse, San Francisco, uh, or more. I don't know what's the term for a gap. Like, the highs are highs and the lows are lows. Out lows there. are lows. Yeah, Colorado's trash, and they will be for several years. Um, but the the gap is it the gap. Uh, yeah, I, I know, know what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, somebody help me out. Um, but but whatever, because you've got the Padres, Dodgers, and the Giants. I'm sure are going to fade at some point in time. Uh, but That's the, what I'm saying. They normally do. Yeah, and the Dodgers are going to. I mean, they're what fourteen and three, fifteen and three, something ridiculous. Like but fourteen and four. Fourteen and four. I mean, they're just on a tear. I mean, they really yeah. are. Um, and then San Diego's kind of. I wouldn't say hit or miss because they they have a better record than the Braves, but um, it, it's really it's going to be fun. I don't know if you got to watch any of the Dodgers Padres, but that was great baseball. I saw some highlights, and that's going to be a fun series. Yeah, anytime I they, really think it's going to be fun. Anytime they play, I would suggest watching it. Uh, speaking of that, MLB came out uh, maybe Sunday or Monday and said that they've had the most viewership they have ever had. Uh, for MLB TV and then MLB games on ESPN or Fox uh, for the first two weeks of the season than they've ever had in the last 10 years. So I don't know if the COVID season has picked up viewership for Major League Baseball or people are just more in tune to watch it because there's 162 games, but they are breaking records with people watching baseball, which is always fun to get more people involved in the sport. You know, that is exciting, uh, but could you imagine if we didn't have blackout zones? Oh, my gosh. I mean, what the uh, views would be look like? I don't, what I don't understand why MLB doesn't remove those because here I can't. I'm glad you brought that up, Garrett. Let's do this. (laughs) Because I've not had cable in probably close to 10 years. Or if yeah. not longer, I mean, a long, long time. I've not had actual cable and I've not missed it because prior to Hulu live, which I've had probably for the last year or two, you could still watch whatever you wanted to. Like, you know, if it was baseball or something, you could find it on an app like Fox sports to go or something. And you could watch it just fine. Well, this year Hulu has jacked the price up like $20 on live in the last little while. And now they're in a disagreement with Bali Sports, which is used to be Fox Sports, so I cannot watch the Atlanta Braves legally. Uh, I've not watched a game yet that the Atlanta <laughs> Braves have not played on ESPN because yeah. it's MLB MLB TV is blacked out for me. So unless I'm listening on the radio or finding an alternative means, which I haven't, I don't know if anyone wants to comment where I can watch a Braves game, please let me know. But I can't. I have to get like a certain cable subscriber and hope and pray that they don't redo contracts or something during this year to be able to watch the Atlanta Braves play because I'm considered in a blackout. So it's the same for the Reds. Yeah. Like if I wanted to watch the Reds or the Braves right now, I can't. It's it's ridiculous. They need to fix it. Like if I wanted to watch the NBA, I think I'm blacked out for Charlotte and Memphis or technically, but I can buy a package yeah. and still watch it on their 
MLB, NBA, whatever. So I don't know why MLB doesn't get up with the times. I would pay an extra 20 bucks to watch something in the blackout area because that's, I got to watch it. I mean, as a baseball fan, that's how it's got to happen. And it's yeah. aggravating. Yeah, I just don't get it because I can watch the Bra- I can watch the Braves here in Raleigh, uh, but I can't watch them when they're playing the Phil or I can't watch them when they're playing the Nationals or the Orioles. Yeah, which is you know it's just a three game whatever, but still it's frustrating. I, we play the Nationals a lot. Well, yeah, that's true, eighteen times. So you know, so that's that's a lot of that's a lot of games. It's I just wish they would fix that. If someone from MLB wants to to talk to me about this, let's figure it out. Let's. That's the thing. They want to grow the game. They want to make get more people involved. When you make you make it more difficult, I'm so glad that it's like the viewership has gone up. But I mean. At some point, it's gonna it's gonna start going back down again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they need to make it easy access for all the fans to watch. Because I granted, I enjoy watching. Like, so I watch the Braves, and you know they go off ten thirty eleven, and then I'll throw it on to somebody out west coast because I have MLB TV. Usually, yeah. the Padres or Dodgers because it's more entertaining, or the Angels if Shohei's pitching. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's, I can watch that. I just don't understand why, you know, I'd rather not be able to watch those games and watch the Braves. Exactly. So, because that's, that's just who I cheer for. Well, that's the thing. Like, why, why does MLB do it to where, like, I mean, I know they do it to where you can just pay for a team. I, that so would like, make that's sense. A, yeah. That's what I don't understand. Why can't I just, I will pay you. Yeah. For watch to watch my team. If I can't watch any other team, you know what? If I want to watch more games, I'll pay for more teams. I mean, but I'm already, why can't I just pay for my team? Yeah, I'm already paying them about $150 for six months worth of use. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, screw the blackout zones. I mean, just technically, lo- I'm paying and I can't even watch the Braves. So I'm paying $150 to watch whoever I want to, other than the Braves <laughs> and Reds. So there's four games whenever there's TV that I know I can't watch. Four teams, so it's very infuriating. But yeah, yet again, I'm yeah. still paying for it. So maybe who's the dummy here? Maybe I'm the stupid one <laughs> for doing that. Maybe I need to do like. Wait, hold on. Nope. Nope. There it is. <laughs> so maybe maybe the joke's on me that I'm paying that and can't watch the Braves. So who knows. <laughs> The soundboard. Dude, I love I, it. I was really, I really wanted, I can't remember which one. This one is the one I wanted. I get confused. So <laughs> I thought you were going to do that one TikTok one. You know, it's like, no, not that one. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> but you got to like, do the ice in my veins. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like the one, it has like the, it makes you look like a uh, clown. But it's like that. It's like, and it's like somebody like being like, it's like, it'll be, somebody will be like thinking about the time like I went to do a fist bump and he went for a handshake. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what it's called. Uh, I don't know what it is either. You're the one that has a TikTok. I know. I know. I know. But I don't. I see it on my Instagram reels. I don't know. I don't I see I'm on one and most of them have inappropriate names. So I don't know which one I should <laughs> should pick. But I don't think here, hold on. Uh try a clown check. Uh no, I don't think that's it. Hey kids. Nope, that's definitely not no, it. That ain't it. <laughs> uh no, don't actually don't do clown check. Never mind. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> I'm funny. How? Oh. I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. 
There we go. I'm funny how. That's, I mean, funny good. like I'm a clown. I am usually. Yeah, we'll we'll throw that one on there. A little Joe Pesci from from one of our favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what else you got, Garrett. I feel like we've, we're done pretty good at derailing most of this. We as usual so. talked about sports for about six minutes, uh, and then just kind of rambled on. Uh, well, we were talking about movies at some point in time. Um, uh, you got the Jennifer Lawrence movie coming out. Uh, Minari is a is a good movie. I would suggest people to watch. You can now get that on uh, uh, on demand or stream it or whatever. Because I don't know if you can actually go to movies currently or if you can go to a movie i don't know what's coming out um it's a it's a movie about a south korean i don't know family. anything that's coming out south korean family moves to arkansas and starts a farm and uh it's very lots of action uh driving a car is about the most action you'll see in that movie but it's very good very uplifting uh if you are a fan of parasite or any of those kind of movies uh i, w- I would recommend it but it's not like parasite so don't think that it's going to be. I thought it was going to be like Parasite. So the entire time I was waiting for something to jump out and kill me, and it never happened. Uh, but still, it's a really good movie. Uh, I know one of our favorite movies is about to come out, Fast and Furious 9. It's coming out in June. Very excited. Oh, John Cena. Uh, I don't know how he is Dominic Toretto's brother. So in the last eight movies we've never talked about that but apparently dom has a brother and i'm really excited to see the backstory of how old john cena is dominic toretto's brother because one they don't really look a lot alike uh and then because uh jordana brewster who is uh, mia dominic toretto's sister looks nothing (laughs) like him either uh she is the polar opposite of him she weighs about 185 oh not 185 probably i was gonna say 185 85 pounds so can like maybe a hundred eight. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, Charlize Theron has some interesting hair in that movie. Uh, and the rumor is Keanu Reeves uh, will be in Fast and the Furious 10. Uh, 10. So the last one, uh, which is going to wrap the saga up, you would think. However, it's not uh, that it's just going to wrap the saga up with this cast of characters. Wait, is Jason Statham still in it, or is he on his old what? Hobbs and Shaw? He's in Hobbs and Shaw, but he's still in the Fast and the Furious cinematic universe, the FFCU. Um, so I would imagine that him and old uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson would make an appearance at some point in time because I feel like the Hobbs and Shaw universe has already signed on for a three-movie set. So that is your first right-hand turn from the Fast and the Furious franchise. There's also rumors that old Lucas Black is going to make an appearance from Tokyo Drift, which is arguably the best Fast and the Furious movie that there is. Um, it's going to Very controversial, back. but... No, it's the best one. It's my favorite one. And, <laughs> it's my favorite. And Han is coming back in Fast and the Furious 9. He has aged quite a bit since the last time we saw him in Fast and the Furious. I think it was 7... I, but I get confused. No, it was six. six? Okay, so, because, okay, so I really, I watched the fifth one. Yeah, Fast Five. I remember Fast Five, Fast and I was Brazil. like, okay, Brazil. Yeah. I about to say, I watched that one, I was like, okay, we're getting a little bit out there, but I'm still with it. I'm still with the series, oh, you know, but yeah. we're, we're getting a little bit out there, you know, uh, hauling this, you know, 20-ton safe with two Dodge Chargers. Oh, they weren't even... They weren't even demons, might I add. They weren't even, you know, or hellcats. You have a hellcat? Well, know. I don't even think I don't even think hellcats were out yet. But no. anyway, no. maybe it was their, uh, uh, you know, whatever pro- prototype. But I watched that and I was like, okay, all right, kind of losing me a little bit, but I'm still in it. I mean, six just absolutely lost me. 
Han was in that one. He was dating uh, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, you know, and uh, she died. Well, you know, if we talk because about that. They were on Because they were on a runway chasing yep. a plane down, and the runway was, I think it was, uh, I mean, if you calculated it out, for, I think it was more like 40 at that's the high true. speeds that they were going. That's probably <laughs> true. But here, while we're talking about this movie, because it's near and dear to my heart, let's talk about old gal, Wonder Woman. Okay, she was on top of a car that was maybe, at most, 10 feet off the ground, correct? If that? Yeah. She's 10 feet off the ground. Well, the bad guy in that movie, which I can't think of his name, it's the guy that plays... Uh, was, uh, was that not Jason Statham? Jason, it's Jason Statham's brother. Uh, oh, yeah, because Jason Statham is the one that killed Han, and that's how they, that's how they, they showed that at the end of the movie. That's yeah. correct. That's correct. Yeah. I can't think of his name, but he plays Gaston in uh, Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson. Um, okay. He gets shot out of the airplane when it's high up in the ground and blows up, but yet he lives, and then we see him in a hospital. So Gal Gadot, who falls 10, 15 feet, was not shot or injured, just fell off the car, somehow did not survive that. And yeah. I don't believe it. She could have survived <laughs> that. We didn't She's see gonna it. She's going to come back. <laughs> so if we use Game of Thrones or any other kind of TV analogy, Marvel, Marvel TVs, Unless you see them die on screen, they are not dead. And that is rule should apply here. So I feel like Wonder Woman could make an appearance back in 9 or 10. Because Han, we did not see him die. We just saw the car blow up, and now he's back. So get ready for the resurgence of Gal, who was played by... I can't think of her name in the movies now. It's not Mia. It's, uh, yeah, I don't remember her name either. Uh, it's something French. Yeah, I can't think of it. But uh, yeah. So I think she's going to come back. Well... She I don't, shouldn't, know. I don't know if I'll be off. watching. I don't know if I'll be watching. Well, and while we're talking about it as well, and Fast and the Furious 7, I think, is when uh, Brian Spillner left us. Oh, Paul yeah. Walker, rest in peace, yeah. Buster. Um, yeah, see, I didn't see that one. I, I don't know if I want to. I'll probably cry. Well, he doesn't die in the movie, so you're not going to miss anything. The yeah, last, but you know, like, well, he, here, you know, the Supra, the Supra and, yeah. the, and the Challenger partways. <laughs> about you, my friend. So, but I mean, I don't. But it's still sad. It is sad. It's sad. But they at the beach. They're like, we agreed that Mia and Brian can't do this anymore. They've got to raise a family. They've got their son there, and then they go off, and you don't see Mia again until Fast and the Furious Nine. She's back. So I don't understand <laughs> what are they going to say happened to Paul, Paul Walker because they've never addressed it any in any of the movies. They just say. Rest in peace, Buster. Is how they ended that movie. It's just on the title screen. We never talk maybe, about him. Maybe dying. his maybe his son will do something. Well, I'm sure that they'll pick that up in 20 years. They'll have both of those Buster and all them because Dominic Toretto now has a kid with the other girl from the Brazil movies. Even though Letty's back because we thought Letty died, and then he had the thing with the Brazil cop. And then, I mean, you can see how this movie. Wait, really he's is. still with the Brazil cop. I thought no, he was the back Brazil, with Letty. He is, but the Brazil cop died. You don't know that because you stopped watching after Fast and Furious 7. Okay. She dies in 8, I think, or 7. I don't know. She dies in one of them. <laughs> but he is back with Letty, and they're raising his child. And Letty fully accepts and doesn't, you know, she she's not holding any grudges that he moved on because, you know, she was put into a trance by whoever and thought she was dead and ran all that <laughs> stuff with Carlos Draga and all that stuff. That's the real name, Carlos Draga. Dude, I'll tell you what. 
What I loved about Tokyo Drift is that it didn't have all this unnecessary crap to it. It was just about fixing up, what was that, a 69 Fastback Mustang? It was a 66 Mustang. And that's the greatest, one of the greatest songs. That song, let me, I can't do it. We'll get monetized. But that song (laughs) is so great when they're putting the RB32 twin turbo skyline or motor into that. Oh, it's just fantastic. It's really good. And and what another thing is we need to bring back Eva Mendes because she was in some of the Fast and Furious, but she's in Fast and Furious 2. And then she was at the end of five. Too Fast and Furious. Yeah. We need to bring her back. Bring back Eva. Start a hashtag movement. I do. I do like Eva. Can we bring Eva Mendez back? And then we can get a Ryan Gosling because he was in Drive, which is a better version of Fast and Furious, you could say. <laughs> or, you know, he was, we could even bring back his character of uh, from the place beyond the ponds and driving motorcycles. Yeah, there you go. He could see, I bet he still knows how to do the carnival wheel thing because I yeah. think he really did that, didn't he? I feel like that's true. I don't know if he did, but I think it, I think the stunt guys like, that wasn't like CGI or anything. Okay. Like those guys were actually doing that. I'm probably one of the 400 movie accounts that I follow on Instagram. It's probably a real thing. <laughs> I'm sure. They say the same thing over and over. And then it's, I know, it's like, that, I'm like, oh, when I see them, I'm like, are you guys just run by the same person? Just using yeah, like a different thing. I like to click on it because they always do something with Christopher Nolan. Like it's, yeah. it's probably, I've not seen one in a week, so it's time for it. But usually it's wrong. And it's the one that really drives me crazy. It's the, the mountain song where, Matthew McConaughey's oh, yeah. like, Brand, get back to the ship. Those aren't mountains. That one, it, well, that song, it's like the tick. It's, you know, Christopher Nolan's real watch that Hans Zimmer recorded. It's the real thing. But I think each tick is supposed to be an hour on Earth, but they usually say it's a second or it's a month or it's a day or something is wrong. And so then they're like, well, that would be 483 years and not 32. And so I always get really intrigued when they Wait, I thought, wait, so is each tick not seven years? No, it's not seven years. It's something different. It's each tick in the song itself. Is I think it's an hour. So because then it's like a four minute and something song, and you do that, that and it works out to be thirty something years somehow. Or okay. it's an eight minute song. I don't remember. I could be wrong on that, but I know whatever they say is not correct. And there's like a bazillion comments, and they've yet to actually fix it. That's one of my favorite scenes. Have you commented? No, I I don't get involved in Instagram <laughs> comments. That's too much work for me. I can't spell good and my grammar's poor. And I just, I don't want to say something and then somebody come at me because I forgot to put an apostrophe U R or a period or a comma somewhere. That's just, that's yeah. childish. <laughs> if, if Cam Newton can, can type the way he does, I should be able to not to text without fear of grammar police. You're not a kid, man. I'm just that dude is crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Garrett, have you got anything? I feel like we've ran the I game think, here. We I think I'm about to say, I think it's been pretty dang good. I mean, it's usually, you know, we're right in an hour and 15 minutes. I, I don't know what song I'm going to play to send us out. Probably that same garbage thing I did earlier. Um, <laughs> Keep it consistent. I might as well, but I'm going to find something else. I'll, I'll spend all night tonight trying to find that. Um, the perfect one. The perfect one. So today, let's recap. We talked Vols baseball. We got you caught up with them. They have a weekend series against the Texas Agriculture and Mechanics, or whatever their name is, for Texas A&M and College Station this weekend, followed by a game with Lipscomb. Uh, and then the Braves have a game tonight against the Yankees. Who Hopefully we win. If we don't, who cares? Uh, <laughs> off day tomorrow, and then a three-game set with the uh, Diamondbacks. 
and then that's it. We'll probably have another podcast at some point in time next week. We talked about Fast and the Furious. We talked about Jennifer Lawrence. We talked about how I have a crush on Emily Blunt and Olivia Wilde. Uh, you should go watch Ted Lasso on Apple TV. Uh, Garrett struggles with changing his name on Zoom. And we need an intro song. We have a YouTube page, an Instagram, a Twitter, a TikTok, a Gmail, merchandise maybe in the next couple of weeks, months. Uh, I, did I miss anything? Uh, that's no, and that's pretty dang good right off the top of, the, top of your head. I've really been, I've been working. I've been, you know, I've been taking my vitamin B every day so I can, you know, just do good. You've been doing like memory tests and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing that Pluto, Kadu, Kado, whatever game. You know, I've been playing a lot of Wheel of Fortune on my phone. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm doing good. Me and old Vanna. <laughs> got to come old over Vanna. Here. Yeah, old Vanna Watt. So, uh, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start the music. Uh, so, everyone, thanks for listening, as always, to Scruffy City Sports. For Garrett Cheatham, I am Norm Shaver. Please go check us out on YouTube. Leave a like, comment, subscribe, a doobly-doo. It helps the al- algorithm, as all those cool kids would say. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. It's a great song. Great song. <laughs>